Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. This is going to ruin it for a lot of people that love St. Patrick's Day. First of all, it has nothing to do with Irish pride. That's how it was shown later. There's nothing to do with leprechauns or Irish pride. Has nothing you to do just with killed that. two great uh, fantasies. I know. Right there. Really, if you look into what that was, is that St. Patrick, right? The St. Patrick was a uh, Roman. His father was a Roman official, and he was tasked, just like the Roman Empire did with cleansing, the, destroying the Gnostic people who originally were the Egyptians and burning the Library of Alexandria. He was tasked with going to Ireland and the, the UK and Scotland area, but we specifically think of it as Ireland because that was the the core of this, right. where they went there and they were supposed to eradicate the last group on the planet that was still studying was that ancient old religion were, who were known as the serpents. So if you look at the story of St. Patrick, he was ridding the serpents, the snakes, right? The snakes from Ireland. But if you look all throughout geologic history of that region, there's never been snakes that lived there. It's a metaphor. Huh. It's a metaphor for the Druid people and, and pagans as a more general term, anyone who didn't follow this monotheistic Christian religion, and they were seen as a threat because they had, the, they were the last group that had the ancient knowledge and they were greatly demonized later. So what happened was you're celebrating the representation of the genocide and cleansing of the last serpent group on the, on, in, on the planet, the Druids. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Three Witches and a Druid, where we sit around talking about how we live our lives, and how we think our thoughts as modern pagans. I'm Margot. And I'm Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. So this episode, we're going to discuss drugs and alcohol in ritual or in sacred practice. I'm not going to be much help because I've never done any drugs ever. I'm very boring. I drink a lot of alcohol, though, I guess. Um, <laughs> but we don't really get drunk in ritual, so we have a little sip of mead, and that's really about it. But, yeah, this is mostly going to be you three. And your you sip three of luscious. Well, is, uh, your sip of mead, is that the end of the ritual? When uh, you... Usually about three quarters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we like bless a cup. It's yeah. usually full of mead or apple juice for the I, kids. I have passed around the horn of mead in one of your rituals. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's good. Oh, yeah, a mouthful of mead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pre COVID. When we yes. passed around and all horn. drank out of the same vessel. <laughs> <laughs> well, alcohol killed any of the germs, right? 
Yeah, alcohol yeah. kills the germs. Especially if it's like homemade meat. That's definitely that's killing everything. It's, yeah. yeah, the germs. And falls the in brain cells. Dead. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sad. But yeah, so drugs, alcohol, and ritual. Or sacred practice. Ba ba ba. So there's two different ways we can go, right? As an entheogen, as a way to meet divinity. Is that's what you mean as a sacred practice? Yeah. So within ritual or within, you know, experiencing drugs as and well, and incorporating it as part of a We should clarify, we are drinking journey. while doing this episode. Yes. So it's not like we're, we're stumbling. Yeah, we're not <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not, not tight about this topic no, in any way. Not. And I believe some of us have more experience than others as yeah. everybody looks at each other. Yeah. I, <laughs> and everybody's thinking, who's going to be listening to yes. this? Oh, well. <laughs> you know, it's CRCMP, tap, tap, tap on. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, I'll, I'll start with the drug side, that there are perhaps a time and a place in a particular ritual that involves a psychedelic of some sort as part of the spiritual journey. If I was wherever you do it, I would do a peyote ceremony mm -hmm. under the correct supervision with, you know what I mean? And all of that. I would, I would love to try that. I do see how some people maybe if they wish to do certain meditations or they wish to do certain exploration, if that is something you want to do. I do not hold with showing up drunk or stoned yeah. to a public ritual or to a ritual with your coven or your friends where this is not the focus. I do not. If I, somebody yeah, I was how put, it's very different. If right? I yes. was, if I was putting on a public ritual and I knew someone was drunk, I'm terribly sorry. You are no, no, that's, that's in. a different thing. You don't that's need to pre-drink to go to a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. No, now I do know oftentimes maybe a small glass of wine before a ritual. Maybe you've come from work or this, maybe you're sitting around, maybe you have a little snack, maybe you have a, you know, half a glass, not a, or just a small glass of wine. You're unwinding and then you have your ritual. You're not drunk. No. You know, you just maybe a little looser. And if everybody in your group agrees that that's okay, then that's okay. Some people will say, no, there's no drinking whatsoever before ritual. Well, if that's what your group has agreed upon, then you don't drink. Yeah, it's very much consensual. Yes. Things it needs to be discussed beforehand. Obviously, the difference between being intoxicated and having a drink is, is very, a huge difference. Is a huge difference. I have actually been in a psychedelic circle, and it was meant to be a psychedelic circle. Yes, and that's that's a different that's thing. That's a whole different thing. But you weren't fucked up on hoppers before you got there, were you? That was kind of the part of it. Like no, the, no. But, like, did you do it there at the ritual, or did you, like, sit home, no, no, get no, no, high, no. and part drive to the Part of the event? ritual yeah, was different. drinking the mushroom tea. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But that's part of the ritual. You, you get yeah. there and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not pre-drinking no, pre no 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 and and if i like i say if i was putting on a public ritual someone showed up intoxicated they wouldn't be coming in my circle right but if your group agrees you know if somebody's like okay i'm gonna smoke some pot and i'm gonna do this meditation and i'm going to see what i can see that's great yeah. And you also have to remember, too, we are recording this in Canada. Yes. Where or marijuana is legal. legal. Legal is to the point that the government sells it to us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. They're making, well, they've got to do something because people don't smoke like they used to, so they need their revenue. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just replaced cigarettes. It's weed. replaced cigarettes. Yeah. So, yes, marijuana is absolutely legal in Canada. 
Yeah. Um, we're really sorry if it's not legal where you are. <laughs> not, I'm not a marijuana person myself, but, you know, I do, do enjoy. Do any of us smoke? I don't smoke. Uh, uh, well, I, I remember when it first became legal. And I waited till like the lineups down the road and around the blocks, because <laughs> those Which, were hilarious. That was a thing. Yes. <laughs> People lining up for a but mile to get. I the remember going in the first time I went in, and I had no idea what I was looking for. I just said to the young fellow, "I am looking for something that will help me sleep and help control pain." I said, "But I can't smoke it because I have severe asthma." And he was like. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different level of customer service. I know. But you know, so I, I do gummy. And no, I do an oil. A, a, an a CBD oil. oil, a good CBD oil. And, but it's balanced with the THC, and I yes. only take it at night. Yes. And although there have been times I have taken it in the daytime for pain, and the pain, it's the THC and everything has gone so much to pain control. That there was no high yeah, from it. Yeah. At home in the evenings, I can take it like before bed and can get a little whoopy mm. doozy high. But again, that is where some of my best ritual ideas come from. Too. Yeah. Your mind is free. That's where some of the the, the yeah. really good, I guess maybe my brain is more relaxed and and allowing to connect some dots that I would fight yeah. against yeah. or yeah. maybe or you're not managing, you're not having to deal with pain. There's that as well too. Yeah. Yeah. Allows yeah. your brain yeah. to function yeah. a little bit yeah. better. When I said I'm not into marijuana, I meant smoking. I was never a marijuana. Like I never a pot. I did it's, a it's, not as necessarily, a it's not necessarily yeah. for everyone. I hate cigarettes, but man, I love smoking a cigar. And those yeah. are two different things. Two yeah. totally like, different but things. But they're both show. tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, I'll eat a gu- you know, half a gummy or half a piece of chocolate. And I do have some CBD oil for mm. when I have my back is really hurting. And it's like, I cannot take any more ibuprofen here or something when it's going bad. Mm. And I have some very high THC CBD yeah. oil. But I think if with your ritual, if you can do it in a safe place. If you feel safe, if you're someone who has not done any kind of marijuana or anything in the past, start slow, (laughs) I would say, because you don't want to completely freak out because a lot of it just could be hallucinations and not spiritually fulfilling, just a freak out, man. Yeah. Yeah. You want to give yourself a good context. So if you're, if, Mm -hmm. if you're trying some kind of psychedelic or entheogen, You want to make it a supportive, if you're not comfortable, have somebody there that that fits watch, but also the quality of the experience can, can be affected by the quality of the environment that you're in. So you're not hiding in the basement or something. You want to be in a comfortable spot that is supportive of your spiritual practice. And that may be outside. Yeah, even in the the one psychedelic circle I was in, there was, if this is too much for you, leave, or Mm -hmm. this person here is not partaking. Because if you're in a a three-hour drumming psychedelic circle with no talking, you're pretty whacked by the end of it, even if you're not on a psychedelic. Mm Mm-hmm. So there was always like say safe people there and it was it was well put on for that week for what it was. It wasn't just oh a bunch of crazy hippies. It was a bunch of crazy hippies. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but it was, you know, this is where the, you'll be safe and this is this and don't take more than this. It was well controlled. Yeah. So what way. what was it? The psychedelic? Yeah. Mushrooms. 
but like, was it a particular mushroom? Is just is your there... bit, your garden variety, go pick it in someone's pasture, magic mushroom tea. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Because when, I, when that's how little I know. I don't I No, don't. listen, they grow everywhere. I don't know. Oh, Nova Scotia here. You go to the country anywhere where there's farms. They're just, you can pick them by the bucket full. They're illegal now, but when I was a young, a teenager, they weren't even illegal because they weren't an issue. They got very popular. Like, people got them in their yards. Wait, hold up. Did you just say they were elite? No, they Ill- weren't legal. They, they weren't. Okay, they, they are, were not no, no, illegal. They were not yeah. illegal. Pardon me. Because they were not. They were not. Uh, yeah, because they're legal now. Yeah. yeah. yeah you could buy them at the store. <laughs> yeah, you can. But yeah. why buy them when you can pick them in somewhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but, I, I think you, you buy them for well, the, potentially not pick them. Well, they were, they were illegal for quite a while. Yes. Because they sort of came into view. It's like, oh, it was like the early 80s. And it's like, yeah. what is this? But I mean, it was hard to stop anybody. I have a friend who's very big on microdosing. Mm-hmm. Yes, microdosing for anxiety. She life changing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, I've heard that from people as well. And if things don't improve soon, that might be another avenue that I will need to explore. Well, I have someone you can talk to that yeah. knows a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of a lot of people with anxiety. Yeah, and whatnot. I've experienced a lot of anxiety since COVID. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Uh, we all. Now, I tried CBD, and CBD was great for the brain, but not for the body. Mm. As in the sense of the anxiety still existed in my body and caused anxiety issues. My mind was great, but it didn't do anything for the well, other part. That's kind of, you know, what I've said, just to say about the... THC CBD oil and I've even said this to my doctor like being straight out with what I take and when and why you know the CBD and THC to try and fall asleep at night and I said and the upside is if I don't fall asleep I'm high enough that I don't give a shit yeah, that yeah, I'm lying yeah, there awake yeah. at four o'clock in the it, morning it, right, it, right. The, you know. the little bit of CBD at night is when I would take it yeah. and it's I just fall right now. Just as a reminder, we are not professionals in any way. In oh, any good way. Lord. Yeah. We, no, we are never. Do not take any of this as advice. No, as, this no, is none of this is medical advice. No, it's th- just this is personal, personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> so at the same time, there are rituals, of course, which are based around, like you had mentioned, the mushroom, like the sumble. The sumble is a drinking ritual. Yes. So you are going to get drunk. No one is expecting you to spit out between drinks, and that's okay. But you still have to take it within moderation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're pass out drunk by the end of the stumble, or and before the end of the stumble, yeah, before the end of the stumble, and you're stumbling, it's <laughs> yeah. not. You don't chug every time that yeah, goes exactly. on. You take a little sip. Yes, exactly. 
You still need to be able to perform the next round. Yeah, but it's what you you're comfortable with or what your group, any group you're working with. My thought has always been if one person objects, then it doesn't happen. If exactly. Say, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you've got five people and four of them are going, oh, yeah, a glass of wine is fine. And someone said, no, I don't think we should. Then you're not doing it. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing, changing the subject a little bit with sky clad. You know, in nude in your rituals, if you went to some place and they said, oh, we do these things sky clad and you didn't want to. They said, oh, you can just keep your clothes on. But anytime I've been around that at all, it's been everybody agrees or no one does it. Mm. And I'm a believer in that, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you can keep your clothes on. We're going to be naked. Well, maybe that's not what you signed up for. Yeah. Yeah. I just think I can't even remember now which author it was who, after years of claiming skyclad as being the only way finally came around and said you know what if you can't boost your energy through a thin layer of broadcloth cotton yeah then you're just not doing it you right. got you yeah, got more what's products. the yeah, point <laughs> what is the Look, point if you have the power to do skyclad here in february <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Well, that's so be you are the most powerful magician i know <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that's what I often say to any, any, you know, students I've had. It's like people all, oh, you know, sky clad rituals, sky clad rituals. When it's actually warm enough, you'll have deep poisoning. It's frostbite or flybite. Really? So, and I'm sorry. And I mean, you can't, there's certain places you cannot put bug spray <laughs> and then your privates are getting bit it's like you know you just don't want to do that like no, you know it's not a comfy comfy experience yeah no uh you know you know not now no one loves going nude more than me or skinny dipping and <laughs> in, in waterfalls or lakes more than me but you know at night or evenings it's like the bugs are just out it's terrible getting back to the drugs and alcohol <laughs> you know I mean, the topic of the episode yes we've had a situation well and you were saying before as well too yeah where it has destroyed an entire coven so if you're starting a group and you have things like we want you to come to circle without drugs or alcohol in your system write that in your group's manifesto your rules whatever yeah right from the beginning do not assume that everybody is looking at this the same way because I was in a working group that was several years old and and it basically fell apart because there was this huge division over coming to ritual, if not high, pretty darn close. Mm. And other people saying, well, what's the problem? And some people being adamantly against it. It, it was really hard. And you had similar. Right? And it's it's very sad and very painful when you've been working with people for many years and seeing their difficulties in life have led them to these unhealthy practices Mm -hmm. and wanting to support them and help them. But at the same time, you can only do that for so long before you feel like you have to take some of that responsibility. And if you're not willing to take that responsibility on, you have to cut ties. Yes. It's very difficult. And it's very, di- I mean, much more for you. It was Maeve, terrible. As well. Yeah, it was that, terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. It's heartbreaking. It's it is really heartbreaking. It, and, and it's been over 20 years. Yeah. And I still miss those people. Yeah. 
after 20 years, I still miss them. Well, but I know I made we uh, we made the you you know, the right it. decision was made at the time. Yeah. So is it the same group? You're no, two different. Well, groups. Tell us, tell us about yours. I prefer not to. Well, you don't have to get into details. We had some people, people who just couldn't seem to function without drugs and or alcohol. Yeah. And one of them fell further and further into alcoholism. Right. And even on the nights, one of them particular, when they would go, okay, I'm not going to have any drinks or have any of this or have anything before ritual. By the end of it, they were having their withdrawal and then they spent the rest of the oh. night in bed. And it was very upsetting because we were all very close. And yeah, it's, it's a it's a scene kind of. So this, that sounds like a, a bigger picture problem then. Not oh, necessarily. Yes. Oh, yeah. It definitely. had nothing. Yeah. It had it wasn't connected to the ritual no. or the practice. No. It was that well, individual it, it, was it, suffering it, alcohol. It, 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 became, it became part of it because right. we had rules against being, you know, intoxicated in ritual. Right. But they started that they couldn't show up. Well, and that's and that. that's something we've learned yeah. in the last few years that the solution to alcoholism is not going dry like no. that's the worst thing you can do yeah. you require your body requires do not quote me on this i am not a professional an ounce an hour up to because yeah. we had a, a situation in our home not for any of my family members but a situation within our within our friend circle where we we helped the friend get through those withdrawal symptoms yeah. so they could go to a rehab clinic it was expensive. It was not cheap. Like we had to infuse this individual with an ounce of alcohol every hour, and to keep this person in a situation where they were having bad DTs yeah, at, or at risk yeah. of seizures. Yeah, that that's the thing that that I, I learned a lot through that experience about that. But getting back to one thing, Gwen was saying about you know in your manifesto, the tiniest detail that you think should be no big deal may become a deal. So if you're starting a group, be very clear on your rules and reg- what yeah. your rules it's and regulations It's the Robert Frost, be. good fences make good neighbors or something. That's good it. rules give you a, gr- a framework where you can be free. Yes. And it's also something I learned in sort of, you know, business education, a living document. Yes. Yes. It's not written Aesthetic. in stone. It changes and be willing to change with it. Things you may have thought were important may no longer be as important. Things may develop that you realize we need to incorporate this into our rule book. And also when doing that, and consensus is Mm. very different than a vote where majority rules. Because Mm -hmm. you you really should in your group have consensus. And if that means talking about it for two hours then you've got to talk about it for two hours because consensus is when everyone agrees. Because if somebody doesn't agree, well, then you're into a whole nother kettle of fish. Right. Yeah. So basically what this is boiling down to is drugs and alcohol aren't necessarily good or bad, but it's all boils down to communication. And, and context. Context and agreement amongst the individuals who are involved. Because like, So in our rituals, we have a lot of children and we also have a lot of people who just don't consume alcohol. There's nothing wrong with that. So when we pass around our blessing cup of mead, it often travels with a little cup of apple juice, and that's perfectly fine yeah. as well. Yeah. And there's no, there's in our ritual and our thought and belief, there's no difference between those two. Yeah, and oftentimes in in your you know your sort of standard witchcraft 101, there's often a 
a chalice with wine in it that often goes around. And that's okay if everyone agrees. Or if people say, no, we're not having alcohol. We can have something else or everyone juice. little, sure. little, or everyone can get little cups because the alcohol kills all the germs. <laughs> <laughs> if you're having grape juice, everyone gets a little Dixie cup yeah. <laughs> or a shot glass. <laughs> yeah. But the, the point is, is that the alcohol isn't required. It's, it stays mostly for tradition yes. and the idea that in our ritual, we're attempting to sacrifice something that was created by us. And we, oh. we create meat, so we consume the meat that we've yeah. created. None of us are making apple juice. I guess we could make apple juice. Oh, probably yeah. enough. It's not a necessity, but yeah. Just be careful. And uh, especially if you're going to try it on your own, be extremely careful. Oh, of course. And that, yeah, that's a different thing. It's that's a Obviously, whatever thing. you do, whatever you choose. Be safe. Be, be safe, safe. Be safe. in moderation yeah. and be do safe. it with friends. And I've yeah. been to many, many, many a ritual without a speck of alcohol. Oh, yes. It's not like, required. Th- it's the it's actually usually the norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. More than more yeah. than more than not. Well, thank you very much for tuning in for this interesting episode <laughs> <laughs> of Are Mushrooms Legal or Not? <laughs> <laughs> And I know it makes us all sound like we're all, uh, <laughs> I wanted to put in, we, you know, that most rituals, there's no many more rituals without substances than whisk makes us all sound like a bunch of stoners or something. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can get a hold of us on our Facebook page. And thank you to Krista and our Patreon. We are we're very, very grateful. Three Witches and a Druid Podcast would like to take a moment to shout out to our amazing Patreon supporters from all around the world. Without your generous contributions, we could not bring you this magical content, and we thank you once again for listening. And until next time, everyone, merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. Blessed be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.